Welcome to Worship in the Word. Today we're talking about uh, the first words of Jesus in the Gospel of Mark. And we're turning to uh, Mark chapter 1, verse 9. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in Jordan. And straightway coming out, out of the water, he said, "The heavens." He saw the heavens opened, and the Spirit, like a dove, descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven, saying, "Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased." And immediately the Spirit driveth him into the wilderness, and he was there in the wilderness forty days tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beasts, and the angels ministered unto him. Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye, and believe the gospel. Okay, there's a lot in this portion of Scripture uh, where we see uh, Jesus coming out of Nazareth, and he's baptized by John, and John was surprised. He He's the one that said, uh, when he first saw Jesus, behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. He recognized him as the Messiah, and here it is, the Messiah wanting to be baptized by him. And uh, Jesus told him, uh, well, John said, I, I need to be baptized by you. Uh, but Jesus said, no, we do this to fulfill all righteousness. And uh, that means that uh, it's it's the right thing to be baptized. And... Uh, and so even the Messiah, uh, the God-man, uh, Emmanuel in the flesh, uh, had to ordain himself within his own covenant. And uh, Paul likens baptism to circumcision, which is a blood covenant. And uh, so... There's a whole teaching on that, which I'm going to be doing later. But um, suffice it to say that uh, he went through that, and then he went into the wilderness to confront the dark forces. And there's a whole epilogue about that uh, uh, regarding how uh, Satan would challenge him from portions of the Word of God, and then uh, Jesus would contend with him and win the argument with uh, the Word of God. And that's exemplary for us that we need to know the Word of God. When we're challenged by people about our faith, uh, we need to know what we're talking about. And uh, the Bible is true. 
And there's been folks that have tried to dispute the Bible, uh, people that have atheists that have determined they were going to read the Bible and show how God was wrong, and that the, at the culmination of their reading, they became people of faith. And uh, so it, the Word of God can transform you uh, in your life. It, it's healing, uh, and uh, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, but he confronted the devil, and then at that point, John the Baptist, uh, uh, who was put in prison, and it was, he was going to die in prison, uh, at that point, uh, Jesus steps on the scene with his ministry. Uh, he said, the time is fulfilled. In other words, uh, God has an appointed time for everything. He, he had an appointed time when he created the earth. He had a, an appointed time uh, when he uh, chose Abraham and created the uh, Israeli nation and uh, the appointed time to, to set them free on Passover, uh, where he freed them from uh, slavery in Egypt. And uh, now is, is the time of the Messiah to come. Uh, all of the... Uh, the older books in the Bible mention the Messiah. They they speak of certain things that he had to fulfill. And uh, uh, he fulfilled not only the time, but he fulfilled all of these prophecies. Uh, one writer said that it was, it was like the state of Texas filled with silver dollars and uh, knee high, and you pick one silver dollar out of all of them. That's the mathematical odds that one person could fulfill all of these prophecies, but Jesus did it, and through that affirmed his uh, deity, and uh, he said, and the kingdom of God is at hand. So at hand meaning uh, the kingdom of God is available to all of us. Uh, we just have to know how to get there. Uh, if you have enough money, there's an available way for you to uh, hop in a train or hop in a plane and go to a different destination. But the destination we're talking about is getting to uh, heaven, getting to paradise, spending eternity with God. And uh, there's only one way to do that, and is this is through him and his way that he's created, he says, when the kingdom of hand is at hand, he said, repent ye and believe in the gospel. So there has to be, we, we, we don't work our way to salvation but we can be obedient to God when he expects us to operate in certain ways, and he expects us to repent. The uh, Bible says that when one sinner repents, all oh, there's joy in heaven because uh, the angels, uh, God is aware that uh, he now has another soul that is willing to uh, turn to him for help and for correction and healing, uh, whatever your life has been, whatever uh, 
sin that you have in your life, sins of commissions, things that you've committed against other people, or sins of omission where you could have helped other people or done certain things, and you avoided that out of selfishness. Uh, God is able to, to give us healing from all of that and give us a clean slate. We can start over, folks. And that's the beauty of repentance. In Hebrew, it's called teshuva. Some people think of it as an ugly thing, but it, it is a beautiful thing. It's like having, uh, if you're, let's say you've worked a hard day and you, you've got soil all over you and grease and, and, you're in, and you, uh, your hair is dirty and, uh, and, and, and yet there's a, a beautiful shower with soap that cleans your hair and uh, you clean your body and uh, this this is the this is the spiritual cleansing that that Jesus can give you. Uh, life in this world is not always uh, it's it's a blessing to have the life that God has given us, no doubt. But there's challenges in life spiritually, physically, but God uh, is able to help us. Now, I want to turn to, uh, he said, we have to believe in the gospel. Well, the gospel is translated uh, for good news. Now, a lot of people have different ideas as to what the gospel is, but the gospel essentially is reconnecting people with God, reconnecting uh, a God who can save us and transform us and uh, bring us into uh, eternity with him uh, free of sin. And uh, he said that those that, that come into his kingdom uh, will be co-inheritors with him, will share everything that he has with him for eternity. And I want to just turn to... Uh, the Gospel of John, just a few verses to give you an idea of what we can expect in, in this uh, area of heaven. Uh, some call it paradise. Go ahead. This is John chapter 14, uh, verses 1 through 4. Let not your heart be troubled. Okay, he's he's starting this out with telling people, okay, our our hearts are troubled. We worry about the world. We worry about our family. I'm 80 years old. I worry about my children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren of, uh, of a world that I see becoming darker each day. But he's saying uh, uh, in the focus on his kingdom, uh, if we're operating with him, he's telling us, don't let your heart be troubled. Go ahead. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Okay, so he's saying that um, in this heaven, uh, this paradise, that is the place that all true people of faith, of stalwart faith uh, in Christ, are going to spend eternity he said that there are mansions uh, that we're that are being prepared for us. We don't know what it's like. Uh, uh, s some of us 
have seen mansions or been in mansions or done work in mansions. Uh, they're beautiful places, um, but uh, they're very expensive. But God has paid the price for for these mansions, and He's cre He's creating them as we speak. Uh, there is uh, uh, more mansions as new people of faith come in. There's another mansion. He'll tell Gabriel, "Okay, we got some new folks in China. We've got some people even in Iran and." Uh, uh, in America, we're, have, we're seeing revival. Gabriel, you're going to have to build some more houses. So go ahead. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. Okay. Um, he's, gonna pre he's preparing a place for us, and he's going to come again, and he's going to receive us. He's gonna, there's going to be a rapture that he's going to... Uh, uh, take up our souls and bodies, and uh, we're going to have new heavenly bodies. And uh, but He's going to come and take us. Go ahead. That where I am, there ye may be also, and whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Okay. Uh, now the next verse, Thomas says, "Lord, we don't know the way." You go, how can we know the way? And Jesus follows with uh, a statement, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So he is uh, both the way, he is the truth, and he is the embodiment of eternal life for you and me. And uh, he's waiting for you to turn to him and repentance and uh, be reconciled with him. God bless you today for listening to our podcast.